previously on In The Moment. I got back to my first love eventually. Yeah. So that's an important part of the journey in that you, that you know what I mean? You, you have to be willing and open to adjust because a no right now is not always a permanent no. As far as internal struggles. Be more specific as to what you want me to address there. Whatever you feel you'd like to share. I cannot tell you what struggles to share. Like today? Yeah, today. Um, I think I have the same internal struggles that anyone has for the most part. Uh, anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> insecurity. <laughs> you know, the standard. Yeah, like the same shit. <laughs> You know, some days I wake up and feel like I'm him. <laughs> I could do absolutely anything. I'm the king of the world. Other days I wake up and feel like I'm a piece of shit and I'm wasting my life away. I just, it's just human. It's just being a human, ain't it? That's true. I have existential crisis on a daily, so I get it. Stop using words and phrases of where you know I'm not going to know what you're talking about. You're, you're just showing <laughs> off at this point. You have an existential crisis? What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> What the hell is you that? You know when you sit there and you contemplate life and you're like, what the hell am I doing? How did I end up here? Yo, that's so Where weird. Where do I want to go? Right? Like Not you could place. have, something could happen in your life one day. Yes. Where you feel like, oh, this I shit is working. This. It's all clicking, baby, finally, yes. right? And then like, that's Tuesday. And then on Wednesday. You literally feel like, I have wasted the last 10 years of my life. Squandered away my youth. <laughs> How did I get here? How did I end up here? Someone help. Why is no one coming to help me? <laughs> Let me go take a shot of tequila to cope with my struggles. Yeah, you get drunk. Only to then find out, what am I doing? Oh, Do this shit a is problem? a depressing. It got worse. <laughs> to have a problem. <laughs> when the bartender tells you, you've been here a little too long, ma'am. They tell you that? No. They just take my money. They don't care. how. <laughs> oh, tequila and soda? <laughs> double? Alright, whoa, wait. Yo, you lime? ain't gotta tell the whole yeah. With lime? You gotta tell the whole bar I get doubles though. Relax. Hey, at least we're not Romeo. He got kicked out. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and they give him like a uh, soda water and make him think he's drinking sometimes. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> but um Yeah, I think my struggles, my inner struggles are just like anyone else's. Yeah. I don't think I don't even think honestly the inner struggles are ever the issue, right? Because a lot of the times our inner struggles we going through shit that hasn't even happened. It may never happen, right? No, like, we catastrophize. Like, it, we go to the darkest places in our mind. We just completely spiral all the way down. I mean, you suffer more in your imagination than you ever will in reality, right? Facts. So Absolutely. So what are your triggers? What causes you to spiral down? The people want to know. Oh, that's good. Um, I'm very empathetic toward my family. Mm-hmm. Anyone in my family struggling or going through something, I, I try to play Superman, and if I can't, it's it's painful. Um, the fear, that's the only fear I truly have in life, is losing family members. Mm. That That's a trigger for me. Like, my mom can't even call me and tell me she has a headache. I'll lose my shit. Like, I, that, even that. You know what I mean? Um, I, uh, I, not being good enough, I think it's always been an internal struggle of mine. I don't yeah. know if that stems from... I think that's why you cried the first time we met. But what what are you good? There's let's so much other shit to bring up. I don't let's get it. No, we can't keep moving past it if you keep bringing it up. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. That's not why I teared up. There's a difference between Cry, crying no, and tearing cried. up. Is it a tear fell? 
I cried like a thug. Cried. That's number one. I didn't cry. Like you be making it seem like I was sitting here eating um, one of them cheesecakes and was just bawling in the cheesecake. That's not what happened. But you were though. A tear fell. There, it was more than one tear. It was a teardrop that fell on my guitar. That was it. On your guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Swifties. That was it. <laughs> What was the? We can go there though if that's where you no, want to go. Let's not. Go that's there. fine. I've cried before. I'm not ashamed to admit it. No, it's fine. I think I can count how many times I've cried in my life on two hands though. Mm, I cannot cry. I mean, I cannot count the times I've cried. It's been a lot. I think that's that's healthier actually. You should cry. You should. I grew up in that toxic masculinity age when men can cry. Now you know, I'll be ready to cry. I can't wait. When was the last time you cried? When my grandma died. Yeah. That's probably one hand right there. That's five of them. Yeah. Did yeah. you cry when your last breakup? No. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. I think, um, and it's not to say like that it didn't hurt or it wasn't painful or I right. didn't feel it. You know, I still do at times. It's just, um, I honestly can't answer that. I don't know why I didn't cry. I, I think I've honestly... Been through so much pain and mm-hmm. suffering and separation in my life. Yeah. I'm just kind of numb to it all, especially after losing my grandmother. Yeah. I think the only thing that would rock me now is something that it would have to hit harder than what losing my grandmother felt like. And the only thing that would hit harder than that is losing another family member. A breakup is not going to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Losing a friend, losing a job, none of that's going to do it. Losing my grandmother was absolute fucking rock bottom for me. Devastation at its highest point. I didn't want to live. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I just, yeah, that shit was rough. Yeah. So the breakup didn't feel, just wasn't enough. I'm sorry about your grandmother. Thank you. She was a wonderful woman. She was. She's still with me. I can feel it. I love that. I can feel it. I really can. How can you feel it? Tell me more. Um, certain prayers, you know, I've, I've said prayers, I've asked for things and, um, I've seen some mountains move in ways that I I never had before. That's the best way I can describe it. Um, and even in healing from it, I, that may sound crazy, but I, I think my grandmother in a way helped me heal from losing her. It does not sound crazy at all. Not one bit. It sounds like your connection with your grandmother is what catapulted you into maybe some sort of healing space. Oh, I agree. I think, um, like a lot of us, I've carried a lot of pain from my childhood. Um, I've never been good at letting go. Horrible Mm. at that. Who is, though? Like. Man, nah, some people don't give a shit, yo. Nah, that's not me. I'm I'm with you on that. Shout out to the Geminis, because most of the people I've known. Why are you like this? Oh, my God. Yo, they be over it in five minutes. <laughs> Aquarius, too. Oh, my God, what yo. What about Scorpios? Nah, y'all be feeling it. Y'all be fronting. Y'all be acting like y'all don't feel shit, but deep down inside, you feel it. I feel everything. I know. I be crying. I know. You ever broke up with an Aquarius or a Gemini? I don't know. I don't know. Nah, you want to kill them. Oh, you don't feel nothing? You wasn't even here? Would you? Like, would you? You're not going to cry nothing? You just going to go party? 
You gonna turn up? Nah. You know what? I think my ex-boyfriend might have been a Gemini. Let me think about this. Anyway, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I'm not. Impatience and letting go. Oh, I've always mm. been pretty bad at. Mm. I definitely am. I think, uh, I'm act- I actually think I'm in the season of learning to let go. Some would think that's what life is throwing at me. Oh, do tell us. Tell us more about that. What does that look like for you? I don't know. I, um... I remember you telling me back in the day, um, back in the day, it was like four years ago, but you get the point. (laughs) (laughs) I can't really say it exactly how you said it, but I always remembered it. Something to the extent of I was wearing a coat in a season where it was no longer necessary. Remember that? Yeah. And you kind of broke it down to where it's like, all right, you in a whole new place in your life and you are still walking around being the guarded guy that you used to be, and you don't even have to be that guy anymore because you're not going through those struggles anymore, right? So you got the winter coat on in the summer. Mm -hmm. Take the coat off. Yeah, I remember that. So. Oh, I look at you. You pay attention. I do. I do. I receive information. I've always been told that I do that really well because I want to be a sponge. I always want to learn. always want to learn. And um, I think I do that often, just holding on to things constantly that are just simply not necessary that was it's difficult for me to let go because it's what got me here in my mind it may not even be true right Mm -hmm. but there's this there's this part of me that feels like the motivation because the truth of the matter is in order to be successful at anything you have to be relentless absolutely you have to be completely fucking relentless like nothing is going to stop me because the moment you say all right this is what i'm gonna be it seems like life goes well let's see Let's see how bad you really want this, right? Right. And most of us who get somewhere, if they gave you the schedule of what you was going to have to go through to get there, you're going to lose your grandmother, you're going to lose all your friends, you're going to be broke for three years. Most of us would be like, nah, I'm cool. Right? Like, (laughs) fuck that. (laughs) I'll stay right here. So in my mind, a lot of what kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me was holding on to all the shit that people did to me. Oh, and this person hurt me. Oh, this person said this. Oh, this person told me I can never be this. Oh, this person did me like that. Oh, that per that person left me out in the cold. I'm gonna show everybody. I'm gonna show everybody that I'm somebody. And y'all gonna have to deal with it. And then when you become, at least for me, when you become quote unquote somebody, none of that shit really matters. Ultimately, you realize, at least for me, the only thing that the only thing that makes you feel really good about becoming quote unquote somebody. Is when your family says, I'm proud of you. Yeah. I don't give a shit about the people who look and go, damn, he really made it. What do they care? They never cared, right? But right. you think that that helps you, propels you. And so I've always held on to all of the things that were done to me just so I could show them one day. And now that the one day is coming or is here, however you look at it, it don't mean shit. So now I'm trying to learn to let it go. And what are you doing differently? To try to let go. I drink more. Okay, that's not the answer. Uh, <laughs> let's let's re let's just try that one again. <sighs> All right, what am I doing differently? Um, because if you want different, you got to do different, right? So, what are you doing differently? Well, I say different prayers. I'll start there. I pray okay. for people who don't pray for me. I pray for yeah. people who I know are trying to destroy me. That was something that. that was very difficult for me to do when I was younger. My mom used to always say, "You got to pray for the people who." Who try to hurt you or come across you? And I used to be like, "What would I do that for?" That's a conflict of interest. But now, now I do it with ease. Yeah, on a daily basis. Um, 
I don't take it personal. Good. Yeah. We back to the four agreements. Four agreements. Right. Everybody should read that book. Everybody. Like that book is phenomenal. Game Anyways, changer. For sure. Um and take a day of silence afterwards. That was helpful for me. Yeah. Very. Remember that day? Yeah. <laughs> it was so hard. For you. For me it was. Not for you. You were fine. I was not. I was like, mm mm. We for those who don't know what the hell we're talking about, because Jada is not a radio professional. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> um, we had a day where we tried an experiment. And I did talk about it on the bird show, um, where we literally just didn't talk to each other. Yeah. At all. You just be around someone and you do not talk. You just sit in silence for however long you want to. And she hated it. I thought it was glorious. <laughs> it's one of the best days of my life. I know. You I kept was, telling me about it. Oh, my God. You're like, we should do that more often. This is great. Especially when you got three shows and all you're doing is talking, 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 talking. I, at that time, I think I only had one. But still, point is, um, <laughs> no, it was great. It was great. But I think that's the biggest change, mm-hmm. honestly, that I've made as far as trying to deal with letting things go is I always took everything so damn personally. How could you do this to me? Right. But a lot of that is ego. Right. Right? Like, who the fuck you think you are that no one is ever going to hurt you or cross you or, you know, look out for themselves before they look out for you, whatever the case. So I let the ego go, and I stopped taking it personally, and I pray for everyone. And I try my hardest to be me, me, fully me, in any and every situation, in any and every room, with any and every person. And what is being you mean? I'm tall. I'm um. I'm funny. Let's move past oh, those. You didn't mean the superficial See, stuff. I'm. I'm not. I'm not gonna laugh. I'm not gonna laugh. I know you're in your serious mode today. This is great. I'll, I'll laugh. still crack you if I want to. Don't try me. No. But, no, you can't. Um. What is being me? Damn. Uh. Let's see. You know. The older I get, the more I realize. That none of us are nearly the person we think we are. Mm, preach. I agree. You know, when you look at the world and the earth and the grand scheme of things, we're all fucking... So tiny. Tiny, man. Peons, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're just such... We're here for a second. We're gone. It's a blip of time. Who are you, really? A lot of us take ourselves way more seriously than we should. Existential crisis. There it See? is. That's what it is, y'all. If anybody was wondering what it meant, that's what that means. See? I knew. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, So, I just want to do my little small part. You know, there was a time when I was young enough and naive enough to think I could change the world. Mm. You just wait, mom. Like now, Make it better. Now I'm just trying to change my room. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I couldn't crack you. Right, yeah, there it is. Yeah, ain't take but two minutes. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, no, just, just trying to be who I feel like God has put me here to be. You I want to. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. I want to make people smile. I want to make people laugh. I want to give people perspective. I want to give people something to look forward to, even if it's just, hey, I might laugh today listening to Mo or whatever it is. <laughs> I want to touch as many people as I can. I do not mean that sexually for the pervs who are listening. I want to, I just want to be involved in 
in this time that I have here on this earth. And you only do that by waking up every day and trying your best to continue to be who I was raised to be by the beautiful women who raised me and the men who were there as well um, throughout all of the bullshit that's going on around you. You know what I mean? Kind of like the, the, the headphones, the Beats headphones commercial. All that bullshit is going on, so what? I'm locked in. I just want to do what I was put here to do. That's it. I love that. I love that. And and I'm probably also- going to have a Yankee hat on and a hoodie and a little bit of jewelry while I do it. That's kind of, that's me. That is you. Especially yeah. those new earrings. I saw them. You saw me? You, I saw you with the new earrings. I was like, look at him. I was out here. Now, in you know, I used to have my ears pierced. But then I had a whole thing. Because I pierced them myself, and then they oh, got, I got keloids, I had to get what surgery. What's wrong with you? I was wild. I was wild when I was young. I ain't going to wait for nothing. My mom was like, just wait. Nah, I'll do it now. You know, stupid. Oh, I was young. But I'm back oh, on them, though. You see me. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Cracked you again. But go ahead. Don't worry about it. It's up. It's up out like, here. I'm out here. You see, that? See that's, a, that's someone thinking that their little peon ass actually means something to the world. I get earrings and think something's going to change. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing has changed. Nothing at all. People don't treat you different. Not at all. No one cares. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> treats you different. Um, okay, let's talk about people. All right. Do you think that who you surround yourself matters? 100%. Why? Ooh. Um, for one, which I, I personally believe is the biggest reason, is because they are either going to be your support system or they are going to be the people who get inside your mind and mm. actually think that you are not good enough. Listen, if I could clap, like if there was like a button clapping, this would be the button. <laughs> yeah. For real. No, seriously. No, I agree. Because I I think that as humans, we people have a misconception of like, oh, I don't need people. I could be by myself. Lies. No, you can't. You know, it, I tried that. I was that guy. I know. That's, you know that. This yeah. is why we're talking about. You did this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I first met you, one of your biggest things is I hate people. I don't want to talk to nobody. Hell, I don't even like you. That Like, who, <laughs> why are you even here? Like, it was a whole thing. Like, you really do not like people. That's, that's, that's true, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that. I love uh, people, but I don't like them. Right. Yeah. You have a big card for people, and you're all about, like, can, how can I help you? How can I make your life better? But at the same time, stay away from me. Right. And it's a very weird space. It is. Because in the one hand, you're like, oh, Yada, how are you? Da, da, da. But in the same space, it's like, okay, leave. Like, Yeah. No. Yeah. So I love that you have genuinely, like, adapted to that space because one of the human basic needs, right? We all need food, shelter, water. Um, Tequila. This- oh, go ahead. My bad. Why Why are you? I like thought he was this? doing my personal list. I didn't know he was doing the generic one. Go ahead. Continue. Act like I'm not here. Go ahead. Every time I try to tell myself I'm not going to lie. I know. You Every tr- time. I know. Anyway. Yeah. But I think for the longest time you like totally wanted to believe that you could be by yourself. But the truth is no one can. You're not supposed to. We are not as humans meant to be on our own. We're meant to be with people, like having a sense of belonging and love. It's a part of just basic human nature. We are pack animals. We're mm-hmm. not supposed to be isolated. And this is scientific facts. There's mm-hmm. so many studies by so many different kinds of people, psychologists, sociologists, therapists, 
psychiatrists, neurosurgeons. I mean, there's so much research that backs that up. And so I'm saying all that to say this. How did you learn this lesson? What was the price you paid for it? Because, you know, everything comes with a price. Absolutely. Um, I'll give you the journey of how I got there and how I... Yes, walk me through it. Story time. I'm here for it. Let's do it. So... I'm going to give you the the quick version. Um, yeah. All right, so you got to remember, as a child, I went through a phase of time when I was abused. I don't even want to go into who it was. If you know my story, you know it. But I was abused. Really bad. Physically, mentally, emotionally, all of it. Um, super young. I think that was the beginning of it all, of where, like, okay, if someone who brought me into this earth right. and is supposed to love me and protect me can do this to me, well, what the fuck is everybody else in this world going to do, right? right? So I think naturally I became a very, very, very introverted person. So much so I don't even think I was meant to be an introvert. I don't think you are either. You know what I mean? I just think that that shaped me. Then you go through pretty typical life experiences. You know, you find the girl that you think you love and mm. this is it and this is forever. And then she goes and gets pregnant on you oh, by what? some other guy. Okay, that's not normal. Let's just, oh. for the record. <laughs> That is not normal. That does not happen to everyone. Everybody gets heartbroken, yes, but not that. (laughs) Um. And then, you know, you finally recover after years of trying to find out who you are and you start to like someone else and she's married and lied about it. And, you know, typical shit. And there's about, there's a few of those experiences that I, (laughs) you know, I went through. And then I had friends that, um... I mean, we went through it all, yo. Yeah. We went through we went through some shit. Are you guys still friends? Some of us. Mm-hmm. And um at that time I grew up in a not not the greatest of environments. So we, you know, we did what we needed to do to survive. And we always had each other's backs. We risked our lives for each other. And I thought those were bonds that literally just couldn't be broken. And then I started to see that no matter what you go through, some of the closest people to you. When you start to become successful, some of them will have a problem with it. Oh, insecurities. Yeah. They won't be clapping. Right. You know, and I I saw something one day that said something to the extent of it's hardest on the people who you are close to to watch you become successful because they feel as if they started from the same place. Yeah. And now they have to look in the mirror. So they almost see you as a reminder of who they are and who they wanted to be. Right. So they can't put that to the side and clap for you. So I started losing friends in that. And then even when I was at the beginning stages of, yo, I really think this comedy thing is going to take off for me. Bro, you're not even like, I mean, you funny, but you're not like Kevin Hart funny. <laughs> These are my fucking friends. Yeah. And say Richard Pryor or some shit. Like, I, like Kevin Hart? Like, I mean, I, <laughs> like, I like Kev. That's, but come on, fam. Like, you know what I'm saying? I started to see this kind of shit. And then you start to hear your friends say things of, you don't know if they're joking anymore, right? And then you watch them go through those phases, and then they eventually want to kind of come back around, and now you don't know what to do. Fuck, I thought you were my guy. But you said I couldn't do this. And I almost believed your ass. There was like, like that's why we get back to the people who are around you, because there are going to be times when, like you said, no matter how strong you are, there were a lot of moments on this journey where I needed to be held up. Yeah. 
And I may not have had the girlfriend at the time that could do it. Right. I may not have had the friends at the time that could do it. Right. So I went to wherever I could get it. And I will always love and admire and appreciate the people who believed in me at times when I didn't even believe in myself because we all need those people. We do, 100%. We do. And sometimes it'll be a person you just met three fucking months ago. Right. When the person that you knew for 20 years won't do it. And that's tough, you know? It's and a hard reality. Yeah, and, and so in my mind, I always had to make it and to get there despite of everyone around me, not because of yeah. everyone around me. And even throw in just my family dynamic wasn't always easy for me because I grew up in a household where my mom married my quote-unquote stepdad, who I don't consider a stepdad today. That's my dad. Yeah. But we went through a lot of years in the beginning of, I'm young. You know, I'm, I'm watching them have kids that, that okay, my two sisters, that's their parents' parents. Mm-hmm. Technically, I'm the stepchild. Mm-hmm. Even though I was there first, I'm a mama day one. But it's when you're young and you go out to places and they have to explain to them, well, you know, if he's going to get the ID and he's going to get this, then you got, why is he a Mitchell? He's not a Gatlin. And you see that shit. Yeah. That shit hurts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we go to the family events and the family functions and everybody is cousin, cousin, cousin. And I'm like, I'm the kid with the with with the wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you yeah. get older and you're like, I oh, doesn't fucking matter. But when you're a kid, that type of thing matters. Yeah, it does matter. It sucked. It always felt like, damn, it's the Gatlings and me. Mm-hmm. Never felt like I was a part of it. I was just an extension of my own fucking family. You know? Yeah. And um, no matter what your parents tell you, no matter how much your sisters tell you, we don't see that. Yeah. You know, you go to school and people be like, hey, that's your half-sisters. I'm like, damn, they're not even my full sisters. I can't even have a full sibling. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you go through a lot of that. And um, it just made me, like, it made me feel like I just needed to be a rock. I just needed to be this guy who can do it on his own despite what everyone believed. Because if I listened to what they believed, then what would I really become? So... That was the guy that you met of, I don't need shit. All of these people hurt me, slighted me. And it's not the old, everybody hurt me story. Fuck all no, that. That's not no. what that is, right? Like, I always was an accountable person. I know what part of those things were me. Yeah. And a lot of them were, you know, but that's just the reality of it. And I got to this point of, hey, you may be here and you may not, but I promise you, either way, it's not going to matter. And then eventually... As much as you and I used to bump heads about that. Nah, Yada, I don't need love. I don't need water. I don't need none of that shit. <laughs> I don't need sunlight. I'm not a plan. I'm good, right? <laughs> um, to be completely honest, what, what changed it is very simple. My grandma died. Mm. That was it. That was it. That was the moment of, holy shit, one day these people who I don't even realize how much I love them yeah. are not going to be here. And my dumb ass is going to be somewhere crying much harder because of all the years I spent being mad about something that happened 10 years ago. Because I feel like I want to do it on my own. Because I don't want to love. Because I'm afraid to be hurt. Because I got to protect my little fragile heart. All that bullshit went right out the window. Nope, going to see my mom. I'm hugging her for 45 minutes. Those are my full sisters. That's my dad. This is my family. I cried around them. Still under 10 for everybody who's counting. Don't try to play me. I'm still a thug. I'm in the streets. (laughs) (laughs) 
But I did. I cried at like, yo, I allowed my last name make me feel like I was an extension of the family. It wasn't y'all. That shit was in my head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it hurt me to feel like, damn, look at me separating myself from the people who would die for me, who would kill for me. You know, Um, that had to stop. And I realized then I couldn't play with people that was in my life to really be in my life, you know, because that's that's rare and that's real. And that means something. And once I started to heal from losing my grandmother, I promised myself that I would never go through that shit again. And everyone who is in my life who loves me will know that I love them even more and that supports me will know that I'm here for them. And I just wanted to be a different person. I wanted to be a person who wasn't afraid to love or feel love. You paid a really high price for this. Oof. I think the highest. (laughs) Dude, yeah. That's a really high, high price tag to learn that lesson. We all got to go someday. Yeah. It's best not to go in vain. Yeah. Change somebody's life when you do. Yeah. My grandma did that. And I think that's what your grandma probably referred to when she said what she said to you, right, before she left. Be humble. Yep. That's what humility is. The principle of humility is just that. It's to connect with others, to really love others, to be vulnerable, to be emotionally present with other people, especially the ones that really genuinely care about you and have shown you time and time again that they do. Amen.